0: Gallybob Patty and welcome to Ernest Goes to Podcast, Ernest Extra number 10. Even more Ernest rides again. I'm Erin, this is David.
1: Hello, listeners.
0: And we are back to go over anything we may have left uncovered.
1: Yeah, we hopped on a cannon, we rode all <laughs> the way back here. We're good to go. What else have we got this time, Aaron?
0: Extras upon extras.
1: Some sort of extraception?
0: No, we've got an article, which are always fun. I love these. Oh yeah that's stupid what is this the today show
1: (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) i love articles as do all the people i respect and admire and you'll never know how happy i am about it
0: we've got an article
1: got some listener feedback
0: that is my favorite thing that's
1: always good yeah all
0: right let's get to it first off here's an article it's an interview with jim barney always a delight
1: was he in this movie yeah okay for a a little bit.
0: So this is an interview with Jim Varney from 1993, interviewed by R. Scott Bolton. It can be found on RoughEdge.com. Sweet. We will link it. I just want to pull out a couple of choice quotes.
1: Some excerpts from the man <laughs> Some himself.
0: excerpts. You can read the whole thing. It says in this article that he loves Ernest. It says, Varney and director John Cherry have often discussed the character's appeal. The character being Earnest. Ernest, I yep. think. We figured out that it has to be a... <laughs> I love that they were, like, puzzling over the the appeal of Ernest.
1: (laughs) Just sitting there after hours, just, like, (laughs) scratching their heads.
0: What is it? We figured out that it has to be that everybody has a guy like that in their family. It's like, I know a guy like that, or my brother-in-law is just like that, or I got a cousin like this. Everybody knows somebody like that. I did. I had a brother-in-law like that. Honest to God. Ernest P. Worrell. Who are all these people that know people like Ernest?
1: Well, see, this is what what is this is what I said early on that it was like he was kind of like the guy everybody knew in a very Americana sense.
0: But I don't. Do you have you ever met an Ernest? Um, I mean, in the the sense of like
1: someone who tries to like sell you on things and like that that notion of like this guy's got a better deal than you. Yeah, I've met people like that.
0: But they never were like endearing about it. Correct. I've never met an Ernest. I've met, I've known like the weird guy in the neighborhood, but it was more, it was the kind of weird that went into creepy. Sure. Which I would never call Ernest.
1: Right. No, I think Ernest is the intersection of more than one sort of archetype. And I think that's part of why people feel like they know certain parts of him maybe. And that's what makes the character accessible. And maybe not everybody knows the same parts of him. I
0: think Jim Varney's being incredibly modest or obtuse and not quite understanding Maybe a little of both. his charisma. I sure. don't think charisma is being taken into account here, R-
1: that but there's that's also a that.
0: large part of it. Oh yeah. Well, I found this article of particular interest because as I mentioned in our episode, he says that Dr. Abner Mellon is basically a Vern character. Mm, so yeah. this is what he says about that. He says, Ernest Reds again is a different kind of Ernest film. This is the first time we really see a Vern character. We know Ernest has certain friends here and there that we've never seen. We've never seen I'm sorry. Do we know that?
1: I mean he's always like alluding we- he's always alluding to a backstory that like happened before. You're right. Where it's like, Oh yeah, my days on the figure eight track. <laughs> oh, back when I was XYZ. That's right. Back in Nom.
0: So <laughs> Right. So we know that Ernest has his Nom buddies. <laughs> Absolutely, and- <laughs> yeah. They
1: catch up every and racing every summer. Buddies. Yep.
0: Alright, so this is the first time we see a Vern. Yeah, so Correct. he says, We've never seen Vern. This is the first time we actually see Ernest with one of his friends. I suppose that is true. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Dr. Mellon is the Vern of Ernest Rides Again. He's the guy who hates to see Ernest coming. He's basically Vern. This is the first time you actually see the guy and how he's reacting to Ernest. In that sense, this is a different kind of Ernest film. That's true. I will say that actually, I think we've said before that like Ernest can often be in scenes with other characters where the other character might as well not be there.
1: This is also true. Like, yes.
0: whether they're there or not, he would be saying the same things and doing the same things.
1: Or even like when characters, when he starts monologuing and characters just walk like, away. walk away because yeah. they know
0: they're not necessary Here we go to again. the scene. That's what I mean. Like, I will say that this movie does feel different in that when he interacts with Abner, it doesn't feel like that. It is actually a back and forth. Mm. And I think that kind of struck me on the scene where they're like almost about to fall off the cliff and they're like, they're having a little argument. Right. I'm scooching, I'm scooching. You're scooching and looking. I was not looking, I'm scooching. You
1: were scooching and looking and that counts as a hop. Says who? Says gravity.
0: (laughs) It's like banter and we've never really seen Ernest banter with anyone
1: yeah because it's always very one-sided it's very
0: one-sided like this is the first time that there is like a give and take
1: that's true in yeah. the relationship
0: and i think that's why it so struck me as a buddy movie i mm. think with the exception of harmony from ernest saves christmas it's
1: pretty good company that's a
0: character that he interacts with on an equal footing where he's right, right. not completely dominating
1: no they are they're very well matched
0: yeah And i think in this it is actually more of a friendship than ernest being earnest at people
1: yep that's an apt way to describe how he generally is with his earnestness (laughs) his earnestness there's
0: some other gems in this interview mainly the (laughs) are
1: they truly outrageous
0: he says that he enjoyed the shoot but straddling the cannon was not exactly fun Oh sure. And he says, I rode this cannon basically for a month because the scene is like forty minutes long.
1: Yeah. It was cold up there. It Wait, up there in Canada or up there on the cannon? Uh, both. Alright. I'm gonna assume the metal. I'm gonna yes. assume both. Do we know that the cannon was actually metal? I didn't know if it was made out of some other kind of material for prop purposes. Gosh, I don't know. Listeners, give us the answers, please. Thank you.
0: The last thing I wanna point out from this article was truly mind blowing to me. Okay. Vardy says, if Rides Again does well, we'll do a third, and that will be Ernest based Out, in which Ernest goes away in the space shuttle, or Water Babies, which is a sort of E.T. thing.
1: What? <laughs> Wait, hold on. You okay. heard me. First of I all, said what I said. First of all, Ernest yep. in space, how did that Ernest not happen?
0: Out. I'm going to say one word to you, and it's budget
1: ah yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) especially for water babies now i'm heartbroken that we did not get water babies it's (laughs) because i love saying it and Ernest with an E.T. like creature that that's what I mean the budget it would have been an animatronic character yeah, they probably, couldn't do it yeah
1: I mean, I mean but, they kind of blew their whole thing my with God. Uh, the trolls So
0: I think there's a lot more to say about Ernest and the water baby we have to do an episode where we just do Ernest things that never were
1: I think the only thing I'll say about the notion of Ernest and the water babies <laughs> is I love the notion of there just being a conversation among the Ernest brain trust like alright we teamed them up with Santa teamed him up with some kids we teamed them up with a uh, university professor well I don't know what's next alien <laughs> got it <laughs> did it we can't either do anything way, better space. today guys let's go home either
0: way we gotta do space oh yeah Ernest spaced out. come on either that of course so- he would get trapped in the space shuttle and it would just take off with him in it right that's well- exactly what would happen right
1: oh yeah i thought you were gonna say once he's in space he would get trapped outside the space shuttle in like a suit like floating with the canadian arm because shot in vancouver but that's and how then, we know
0: uh- that he can breathe in space <laughs> We already know that, actually.
1: He just passes by Auntie Nelda teaching the class yeah. on Mars or uh, the moon or whatever it is.
0: I would love if there, if actually it was revealed that Ernest was an alien and he went back to his home planet.
1: <laughs> I have to go. My planet needs me. <laughs> Ernest is poochy. That's
0: what happened.
1: The other alternate scenario I want to posit in mean, my Ernest brain trust headcanon mm. is that someone walks into the writer's room and is just like, all right, writing the new Ernest movie, what's the space cadet up to this time? And then someone else is like, say... <laughs>
0: <laughs> or someone's like, that's hey, I just, half- this morning I spilled a bunch of water on my baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the most roundabout.
0: <laughs> I got it. By Jove. We've got that's, the next film.
1: That's like the, water like them coming up with the names in Star Wars. And it's like, all right, we need a name for this little puppet dog guy that hangs out with Jabba the Hutt. Hold on a second. I got to tie my salacious. <laughs> salacious? Named.
0: Yeah, you're getting crumbs all over me. Yeah. Say. <laughs> so that's that. Check it out. What else Would you
1: like me to read the listener comment? Uh,
0: please do. I was surprised because the feedback we got made me realize that people felt that this film was underrated. Oh, yeah. And I suppose it is. I think it's probably the most forgotten
1: one. That That's part of what I was going to say. Like, I don't know that I knew enough about this movie to say one way or the other how it was rated. I kind
0: of feel like the title has, probably might have a little something to do with that because like it, doesn't really, people, or? it doesn't really tell you anything. And mm. all the other titles of Ernest movies are Erdus, like Erdus really Ernest Goes to Jail it doesn't get clearer than that. Yeah, yeah, like they're kind of like put a picture in your head and also like, okay, I have to see that.
1: I get you, yeah. You know,
0: but Ernest Rides Again is kind of like, uh...
1: And it's not a Western.
0: And it's not a Western, and maybe that was a disappointment to people, I don't know. But yeah, I would say it's underrated. It feels like a small film. Even though it's the adventure movie, it doesn't quite have the same...
1: The scope of it the scope is not, yeah. Of,
0: another, yeah. of another Ernest movie, and Absolutely. it almost doesn't have the same kind of excitement. It's not really crazy, like insane. It's a little more grounded.
1: That's true. And perhaps that's
0: why it's underrated.
1: For a movie where Ernest rides a giant cannon for 40 minutes, it is very realistic. And I'm I'm saying that like genuinely.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, other than people sawing Ernest's head open and it's fine.
1: I did actually have a, a note sometime in the part where they're trying to take the crown off his head. Ernest says something to the effect of, seems like a good way to damage a priceless artifact. Yeah. And then while we were watching that, you just said to the television, you mean Jim Varney? I did? Yeah. (laughs) Well. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Love me some Jim Barney. You don't say. But anyways, what's our listener feedback?
1: We got a comment on our uh, post page. Uh, This is from Mark J. Hansen. On our Facebook page? Yes. Follow us at uh, facebook.com slash Ernest Goes to Podcast. Is that it?
0: Yes. What is our website? (laughs) I don't (laughs) know. Facebook works. Okay. So
1: I'm going to read this. uh, This is from Mark J. Hansen. And Mark J. Hansen says, Fun fact, Mm -hmm. I celebrated my 16th birthday with my dad, brother, And Ernest By seeing this movie Hmm. We were the only ones In the theater Uh Aside from a guy Who came in and asked us If this was the Ernest movie My dad gestured To the empty theater And said What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Uh I feel like I've been uh, in that theater before.
0: I, I have definitely been in that. I know I had a similar experience at the Mr. Bean movie.
1: My brother Chris and I saw The Wolverine together, and it was me, him, and one other guy.
0: Oh, Ernest. Yep. Oh, Ernest. This was the last uh, theatrical release, correct?
1: Uh, Yes, that's true. Poor well, Ernest. I, I think you're right, though. I think maybe people work.
0: Confused. genuinely confused yeah. by what
1: this movie was it's not like the title is not a clear i mean maybe that's just like a marketing flaw we like, also
0: didn't have the disney marketing power behind oh that's one. true so, so maybe it's
1: doubly marketing yeah. problematic yeah double
0: double double trouble <laughs> you know for my 16th birthday i went to see monkey bone i would say Mark's is that true way ahead of me yeah
1: so there's that and then also we have a comment <laughs> from uh josh Mintree, our friend josh Mintree, mm-hmm. who says I bought a press kit for this film off of eBay, and it was an interesting read. It mentioned that the cannon had a jet engine in it because they couldn't have an exhaust pipe.
0: Why couldn't? They have an exhaust pipe.
1: I mean, I guess maybe because you would see it or the way it would the exhaust t- works, it has to be like uh, exposed. And if they use a jet engine, maybe it's easier to be more self-contained.
0: I don't know, Canon and tick.
1: I'm not a prop we master. We need to get that press kit. I know. Clearly. I feel like Josh is good at um, tracking down these like obscure Ernest items. And then torturing us with their existence. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I would also be interested in taking a look at that press kit. Or <laughs> any press kit for Ernest.
0: Yeah, maybe we should get our hands on a couple of We have to track down what might... D- I mean, I know there's definitely... They pop up on eBay now and then, so, yeah. and I kind of go, that's okay. But <laughs> You
1: turn into Dr. Otto.
0: That's okay.
1: I really want to find a press kit for that uh, Whirl Family pitch.
0: That will never be released <laughs> to the public, but we want it. Hey, any member of the Ernest Brain Trust that is listening, because you know you were (laughs) tempted. If you got it, you know, just send an anonymous email or you you can leave an anonymous comment on the Tumblr. This is true. Anything.
1: We're not snitches. We will uh, keep it all on the DL. That's right. Know what I mean.
0: Oh, what else we got? Oh, haha. You know how in *Ernest Rise Again* we were puzzled by the mention of Elvis?
1: I did. I do remember that. Okay. Yes. Now, when you say the mention of Elvis, you mean Abner's strange equation of manhood with Elvis Presley? Yes. Okay.
0: Like his very sudden equation, like when he becomes a man, when he gets his confidence, he starts talking like Elvis. Right. Going oh, and doing like <laughs> weird hand gestures that are like Elvis. Yes. Clear enough for you now, baby? Yeah. I'm taking Nan's wardrobe as a clue because she has like these bedazzled leather jacket and like this really loud clothing. And I was like, wait, Nan is probably a huge Elvis fan. And oh. maybe we just never saw that.
1: That's interesting. I believe that.
0: Because of what she wears. She's very flashy. And we know the, the same
1: th- way that uh, Elvis might wear like a, a sequined jacket with an eagle exactly. on it. Ah, I got gotcha. you. Okay.
0: They have sort of similar fashion sense. I was like, okay, maybe Nan loves Elvis. There was a scene that was cut out that explained that. And so Abner is becoming her ideal man now.
1: Interesting. I'll accept that headcanon.
0: You got to make it work. That's what it's all about.
1: <laughs> I'll accept that Revolutionary War headcanon. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting because- during our actual Ernest Rides Again episode, I, I made the flippant comment that I didn't think Elvis had ever been mentioned in an Ernest movie before. Yep. And you, you immediately said, I've been vandalized by Elvis. Yeah. And in that context, the way that Ernest's home is transformed from Ernest's home into a more suave, like, yeah. debonair kind of, like bachelor man pad he equates, that, way, with elvis. He equates that with elvis mm-hmm. so i wonder if that's also just like that's in the touch, consciousness touchstone of, of the earnest
0: brain trust exactly that's think what i was going elvis is manly and what i mean, is it? It you know we, a, we know we have that anonymous box if you want to ever talk about your feelings <laughs> about elvis uh we do not judge
1: that's true but it could also just be like a generational thing yeah it ties into the 50s vibe of this whole movie again
0: mm-hmm.
1: well speaking of posturing as a male gendered person what? So speaking of nothing related to Elvis...
0: Oh, yeah. great segue, Dave. <laughs> what unrelated thing are you referring to?
1: Uh, well, this past weekend was New York Comic Con here in uh, beautiful New York City.
0: That is totally unrelated, Dave. It
1: is. And I believe that uh, someone here in this studio was... Uh, you mean
0: a storage facility? Someone
1: here in our palatial <laughs> Hollywood estate... <laughs> A.K.A. the storage room, dressed as one of our favorite characters from the Ernest films.
0: Well, you know, Dave, Halloween is coming up. Oh. As the time we record this, so it is pertinent that we discuss dressing up as Ernest Mm. and the word cosplay.
1: I'm not familiar with that.
0: I don't even know the exact definition.
1: I think it literally is costume play.
0: You dress up as a character and then you pretend to be them. Also known to actors as acting.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that one. So, I know I know that one. Except much worse. Nah, I've seen some cosplayers that are way better actors than actual quote-unquote actors. Well,
0: that was not the case at Comic-Con where oh, someone please. dresses Ernest. <laughs> yes, I took that hit for the team. You made the leap. I went to New York Comic-Con as Ernest P. Worrell. Yeah. And it was good times. It was a stretch for me.
1: In what way? <laughs> well, besides all of the obvious. I'm not
0: a man. I'm not southern. Yep. I'm not as smart as Ernest. That was difficult.
1: I mean, no offense when I say this, but I've never known you to be an engineering genius.
0: I'm not as eloquent, you know. I cannot pull that many synonyms out at a time.
1: Oh, no. I mean, when we've talked about doing Ernest impressions before, it's like we can't do it. extremely difficult. So I give you props for even attempting it.
0: Thank you. I mainly went for Ad Ernest because he's like a little less brilliant. Oh, sure. He's a little more down to earth. Oh, yeah. I just felt like Ad Ernest was my guy. I, I could reach that.
1: I mean, it's ish a, it's a very easy way to have free license to just accost random strangers
0: that I didn't do. Because I do not have the testicular fortitude that Ernest does. Sure. But I did put on the hat and the vest and the jeans and some high-heeled sneakers that kind of looked like Ernest's shoes to approximate both Very disappointed. Very disappointed. No, no, no. no. It worked (laughs) from a distance. It looked right on. And it gave me the extra height. I'm a very small lady. Mm. So I walked around. I did my Jar Jar Binks slash Ernest (laughs) walk all around the convention. Yes. For hours and hours, and I believe a total of six people that were is... able to identify who I was dressed as.
1: I'm just going to say this. That is three more people than identified me when I cosplayed as plainclothes Egon Spengler a few oh, years ago. that's
0: terrible.
1: Yeah. Things. I got a lot of Doctor Who questions and a couple of parents who were very upset that their children did not have better Ghostbusters knowledge. But I digress.
0: You know, the people that did recognize me were really happy to see Ernest.
1: Yes. I mean, like, how can you not be happy to see Ernest? He earnest. makes
0: your day, yeah. <laughs> even if he's terrible, <laughs> even if he's doing a terrible accent, right? I tried.
1: <laughs> yeah, oh, my favorite anecdote of yours from Comic Con is the the, uh, the gentleman running the camera at the Pretty Little Liars booth.
0: All right, yeah, there's a TV show called Pretty Little Liars. The introduction involves a coffin being prepped, and the Pretty Little Liars are standing in front of it. And at the end, one of the girls goes to the camera, shh. And, like puts her finger up to her mouth and shishes. Correct. So there was a booth at Comic-Con for Pretty Little Liars. You could go in front of a green screen. You could shh to the camera and they would insert you into the intro. <laughs> so, of course, Ernest P. Worrell had to go into this booth. It was destiny. It was a camera. <laughs> I said, there's a camera. Ernest has got to be in front of it. And I walked in there. And it took everyone a second. This was another phenomenon that I realized. Okay. A few of the people that did recognize me were people that had more than a few seconds to look at me. Ah. Like if I was stationary, I was more likely to get recognized.
1: Well, to be fair, Ernest is like a very plainclothes gentleman. You know, he's not, he he's very, he's sort of...
0: The fact that it was me wearing those clothes was odd.
1: Sure. I guess what I'm trying to say is at New York Comic-Con, I would not assume that someone dressed as Ernest would stand mm, out necessarily.
0: That's right. But it, it seemed like it also, people would register what I was wearing, but not really register that it was Ernest because the first assumption is not that someone at Comic-Con is dressed as Ernest P. Worrell.
1: Which is a problem, I think.
0: <laughs> yeah, like they never occurred to them that somebody would do that. <laughs> So when I went into this pretty little liar's booth, it took the man operating the camera several seconds. He, several. I stood in front of him. He said, you know what we're doing, right? I said, yeah, we're doing this, right? And I flexed my little biceps at him to <laughs> attempt to approximate <laughs> it was the, the Barney arms. It was arms. the best arm scene. <laughs> at Comic- I know, It probably wasn't the best arm All scene at Comic-Con. All right. But I tried, and he stared at me as if I had done something odd. And then he it took him a I think it was quiet for a long time. And he was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Wait, wait, wait. Are you so su- who are you supposed to be?" And I was like, "Ernest P. Worrell." And he was like, "Yes, Ernest." <laughs> it just took him a while cuz it didn't occur to him. Right. But what like once he recognized me he was like, "Oh, we have to do this right." And he like started lowering yes. the camera and like putting it closer to me. He's like, "Ernest is always like really close to the camera." And like looking up like this guy knew.
1: This guy is where it's at, Yeah.
0: Man. So
1: <laughs> Oh my, I'm sorry. I just had the best idea. I really want to I really want to see, really see Ernest in The Pretty Little Liars intro and then he puts his hand on the coffin and the coffin slams on his fingers. <laughs> My daddy used to work on those.
0: Hunt corpses. Yep. Well, I mean, there does now exist a Pretty Little Liars intro with me as Ernest in it. That's true. But people were happy. There was one guy. (laughs) There was one teenage boy that I was surprised recognized me. I was walking by and this kid stopped me and was like, are you supposed to be Ernest? And I was like, yeah. He was like, that's what I'm talking about.
1: That's amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That guy's my favorite you person. Get,
0: and I gave him a little high five. Sweet. I didn't even. It wasn't like the high five. It was like the bro five shake. But like. The, That's good
1: too. What did you do like like Predator? Yeah, it was the like like hand clasp. Yeah. <laughs> Ernest, I got you, you pushing push too, many too many pencils.
0: pencils. <laughs> yeah it was that (laughs) and our biceps glistened exactly
1: that's that's where i was going with that
0: and there was some guy just like walking with a little baby carriage and i was like looking at my phone he was like are you Ernest?" and i was like yeah have you started that kid on Ernest movies yet (laughs) he said that's when he claimed that the child was too young i say this is like a two or three year old i -hmm. said there's no way start now that kid's not too young (laughs) that kid will understand show
1: show him Ernest scared stupid it'll be fine you
0: know what i forgot to mention to all these people the fact that we have this podcast. Oh
1: dear! That's <laughs> I okay. was
0: too in character. Exactly. I was yeah. trying so hard. There
1: were too many. And that was other the most
0: accurate thing about my performance.
1: Too many other. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, but, but there are too many other products to pitch. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I was just trying really hard, you know, to even come close to that. You gave me a six and a half.
1: There is room for improvement. However, I think um, <laughs> one of the the things I like about you dressing as Ernest for Comic-Con is that I feel like Ernest is the type of character to make very large amounts of like veiled, obscure references. So, <laughs> yeah. so the fact that you're dressed as Ernest at New York Comic-Con in 2015 is like a veiled, obscure <laughs> reference in and of itself, yeah. So it's very apt in a certain way, and I appreciate that.
0: My favorite person—I shouldn't say this—I love them all.
1: But <laughs> my public, I love them all.
0: <laughs> I mean, there was also a walk by somebody, and then I hear was that Ernest.
1: I got a lot of that too.
0: Was that Ernest?
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: then. Oh, and um, I was walking by an artist in Artist Alley. He yelled out, Ernest, which is my favorite because I liked being called Ernest.
1: <laughs> oh, sure. Oh, yeah. It's the recognition, man.
0: <laughs> Ernest, a moment <laughs> of your time. <laughs> he took a photo. That Sweet. photo exists somewhere. Oh, amazing. I don't know where. The last guy that recognized me was actually at the BBC America booth where I was looking at Doctor Who stuff.
1: Oh, that's interesting.
0: I go over to look at Doctor Who stuff and he's like, Ernest. <laughs> Now, this guy got really happy. My heart was warmed by his happiness. He was just happy to see Ernest, happy to see that somebody was Ernest at Comic-Con.
1: Now, was he a British gentleman?
0: No, but you see America. Oh, okay. And he was the only person that I remembered to tell that we had a podcast about Uh, Ernest. So hopefully he's listening.
1: Yes. Hello, sir.
0: Hello. Thanks for loving Ernest. Yeah. <laughs> I would say overall a uh, positive experience. I would
1: say that sounds pretty successful.
0: I'll work on it.
1: Yeah. I would just like to say, though, you know, not even Ernest became Ernest overnight. So I think I think you did well. <laughs>
0: I'm not Jim Varney.
1: I think if we've figured anything <laughs> out over the course of these, what, 11 episodes, 10 episodes, it's that uh, very few people are Jim Varney.
0: I believe only one. What? Yeah, so
1: I'll have to check the count again, but I think you're right.
0: <laughs> but it was fun. I recommend that everybody be earnest for Halloween.
1: Oh, man. I'm, I'm just imagining some sort of like- An
0: army of earnest. Earnest
1: flash mob. That sounds amazing.
0: Oh, an earnest flash mob would
1: be We wonderful. should organize that.
0: A New York edition, especially in Times Square. Oh, yeah. Times Square, earnest flash mob.
1: Just, <laughs> in other local news, um, <laughs> all J C JCPenney stores are sold out of uh, denim vests this week. <laughs> Sources are confused by this phenomenon.
0: <laughs> I'll post a couple of photos, I suppose. And I'll post the Pretty Little Liar's intro. (laughs) Me as Ernest, because why not? Sweet. And my only purchase at Comic Con was a 1980s Superman yo yo that I found in a box labeled Miscellaneous 80s. And I thought that feels right. Oh, yeah. As soon as I saw it, you know, I felt like I felt like I was earnest because as soon as I saw it, I was like, that's totally me. It's not totally me, but it's totally earnest.
1: So uh, what I'm hearing from this part of the experience is that you essentially did the earnest thing and like you you, 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 weren't <laughs> acting. You just became a different character. Yeah. yeah. I
0: mean, putting on that the hat and the it's vest, the hat, man. It, yeah. it does something to you.
1: Yeah, I don't doubt it. But yeah, I could see that going on his wall right next to the uh, the Duplo shelf and a giant ice cream cone.
0: And it was broken, <laughs> which was even more like the string is all, but the oh, string geez. will have to be replaced. And I was just like, this still feels even more I, right.
1: I can give this a home, Vern.
0: <laughs> That's how I felt, yeah.
1: That's amazing.
0: <laughs> I told the guy in the who was also looking through the box that it was meant for me. Nice. Yeah, that was Ernest at Comic Con. Sweet. And I intend to uh, repeat the experience at Halloween.
1: Either way, I want to come with you next time.
0: The last thing we can talk about going back to uh, Ernest Rides again going back again is uh the ad for Ernest goes to school that's tacked on to the end of the movie that we uh, didn't really discuss at all
1: oh yes it's a very like back to the future part 2 ending like hey coming next summer here's the next movie
0: no i mean the two movies were shot back to back oh like the
1: lord of the rings i forgot about that yeah and they got <laughs>
0: tattoos that said Ernest Rides again but
1: <laughs> so now i noticed a curious it's thing it's a
0: theatrical promo Smart
1: It is smart But I noticed a thing When we were watching the promo Just before we started recording Which was that It said Ernest goes to school In theaters everywhere 1994
0: Yeah that didn't really happen Yeah But you know Dream big Oh yeah I'm sure they tried
1: I, I would have loved to
0: But this promo is uh, The chalkboard gag mm-hmm. But I would say This is my favorite Version of the chalkboard gag Okay Because of the faces That Jim <laughs> Barney makes As he is scratching The chalkboard with his nails And it goes on for so such a long time and his face is in rare form it is stretching to impossible contortions
1: there are some choice faces ad.
0: it's great it goes on for so long that I feel like everything he says before he starts scratching the, the chalkboard is rushed so that he can get to that point and have a ton of time to mug at the camera because he's kind of like it hey, goes to school I don't, oh I dropped my pen oh do you have a pen oh that's okay I'll use this like he's just got to get there
1: yeah it's like true. all right Jim we're gonna give you 30 seconds and he's like well how much of that time can be nails on a chalkboard uh, Twenty five. Like, well, as, as long as you say all the things you need to say before that it's fine
0: uh, no problem his faces are amazing <laughs> (laughs) Really, worth watching this promo just for the faces.
1: And I think Ernest uh, Rides Again kind of almost felt like a prequel to school because he's hanging out with this professor, doing that thing that Ernest does where he kind of pursues things that he's interested in, in a alternative education sort of way. So it'll be curious to see how that leads into him acclimating to school life in a very traditional sense.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think college is a lot different than high school, Dave. Oh, uh, you
1: don't have to tell Unfortunately, me. Fortunately,
0: maybe Ernest would do better at a
1: at an accredited academy.
0: Yeah, than mm. a high school.
1: <laughs> That's true. That's true. We'll see. We'll know as soon as we get to our next episode.
0: Ernest goes to school. I'm excited.
1: Me too. I almost have no preconceived notions of what this is, so I'm curious to check it out and we'll see how it goes.
0: Well, you know that he goes to school, which is more than you knew about Ernest rides again.
1: That's true. <laughs> I knew he rode. That was basically all I had.
0: So we'll see you next time, listeners. Thanks for listening. Dress up as Ernest on Halloween. Yep. Throw it together real quick.
1: You can do it, guys. It's
0: achievable. Oh, and it's an achievable goal.
1: If you do dress up as Ernest for Halloween,
0: Picks, be please. sure to
1: send us <laughs> photos, video.
0: Absolutely. Um,
1: ASCII art, anything.
0: And all reactions.
1: And most importantly, have fun being the world. Till next time. Take care, everybody.
0: Viva LaVar. We want know. <laughs>